Um, today, I will be hosting four amazing women um, who would be sharing their experience here in Ivy, um, from researching the schools to right now in elective season here in Ivy. And um, I'll be asking them some questions. Um, and if you have any questions um, that you would like them to answer, please feel free to drop any questions in the chat box. Um, however, I believe that in our conversations, you would get a lot of information um, that would help you in your decision as you're already thinking about an MBA. And if you've already applied to Ivy, um, you'll also be getting more information about how the program is um, or how it has been for us. So I'm very excited, super pumped up. Um, so let's get into it. All right, I'll just go around the room with like mini introductions. Um, first person on my screen is Bia. Hi, Bia. Hi, I'm Moshe. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining in. Good, good morning, good afternoon from wherever you are. Sure. So yeah, so uh, a bit about myself. My name is Beatriz Vasconcelos. I'm from Brazil and well, I'm a civil engineer and I worked about four years at KPMG as a, a, a risk consultant. So I work with um, forensic investigations, internal audit, and, and also implementing compliance programs. Um, so after four years of career, I decided that I, I wanted new opportunities, more, uh, more global experience. So I decided doing an MBA in Canada where also um, one of my objectives was to immigrate. So I came here with my partner, Louise, and we're super happy right now. And we're um, in the middle of the program so far. So the it's a bit um, more chill right now, but and we're super happy about the decisions we've made um, to come to Canada so far. Awesome, awesome. I mean, FYI, I always knew Bia as a risk consultant. I didn't even know you were. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's program. just crazy. <laughs> crazy things happen in life, and you need to adapt. That that's that happened. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. So I have another engineer as well. Um, so I can see Buki. Please, can you introduce yourself to everyone? Hi, everyone. Um, yeah. Good morning. Good afternoon. Or even good evening, wherever you are. Um, I'm Bukido Ujimo. I'm from Nigeria. Um, I grew up in the city of Lagos in Nigeria. Uh, before coming to Ivy, I worked as an engineer in the oil and gas industry for the past eight years. Um, first as a reservoir engineer and then as a process engineer. But as I progressed in my career, I realized that there was this huge gap, which is like I had no business knowledge. Mm -hmm. So I decided to do something about it. And um, I decided to come to Ivy, right? Uh, I had always been interested in coming to Canada. So coming to Ivy helped me fulfill both coming, um, living in Canada as well as um, closing the knowledge gap in business for me. So it's been really good uh, being here with my two young kids. It's been <laughs> a very, very interesting experience, but I've loved it so far. It's great to be here and I can't wait to share the rest of my experience with you all. all right. Amazing, amazing. Bookie has two amazing kids that are absolutely fun to be around. So just in case they pop up today, don't be surprised. <laughs> Thank you so much, Bookie. I have Minnie, the amazing entrepreneur. Please, can you introduce yourself? Tell us about you. Thank you, Mifi. And hello, everyone. Thank you so much uh, for tuning in today. And I'm very, very happy to actually be doing this with all my friends. So um, yeah, um, my name is Solamini and all my friends call me Mini for ease. Um, so right before coming to Ivy, um, I was working as a sales and business development professional for a semi-con chip design services uh, company back home in India. I'm also an entrepreneur, as we said. I started my company six years back. Um, so it's a home decor startup called Maple Arts for women by women. Um, had a very interesting career journey for six years, uh, but I wanted to grow as a leader, learn more about leadership, which is why I came to Ivy because Ivy is a huge proponent of building leaders for tomorrow. And yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely enjoying my journey here and hopefully our experiences today can help you make a decision about Ivy and just learn more about Ivy. Thank you so much, Mimi. I think Minnie and I are the non-engineers on this group, so now we're best friends. 
So I'm just going to the amazing MJ, um, another engineer. Please share experience. Tell us who you are. Okay, so hi, Mofi. Hi, everyone. Nice to be here. I'm MJ. I'm from the Philippines, actually, and I am an industrial engineer, um, another engineer, just like <laughs> my other friends here. Um, but right off after um, college, I actually did not pursue a very um, typical engineer path. I was in the oil industry, but doing sales. And then right after that, um, I worked for L'Oreal as a uh, an, under their operations department as a key account supply chain manager. And after four years of my career, I decided I wanted to learn more about other industries, really develop my leadership skills. And that's what that's what made me um, decide to pursue an MBA and IV, which I will talk more about later why. Um, so I'm really just happy to be here. And unlike these ladies, I was here, like I moved here alone. So it was a different struggle on itself. So I'm happy to answer any questions that you will have. And I hope this session will be of value to all our attendees. Thank you so much, MJ. Um, Justin in the chat box is saying, woohoo, hello, MJ. Oh, hi, Justin. <laughs> I know Justin from work. So, thank oh, you. nice, nice, nice. Uh, thank you so much, everyone, um, for introducing yourself. And um, I think just listening to all your introductions, you know, um, something stands out, which is, you know, we all came from different places and you chose Ivy. Um, you moved into a new city, new country, totally new. So please tell me in your experience, um, how was it like researching for MBA schools and what were the things that stood out and that's made Ivy and maybe Canada stand out for you. So I'll just start with um, Mimi. Thanks, Abifi. And, you know, there were, there were so many things that, uh, you know, usually um, a student who's applying for B school goes through constantly like scouting through the internet, trying to see all the, you know, the rankings. So like a very typical uh, MBA aspirant, I think one of my first things was just to go through a lot of different lists, you know, and rankings just to get a sense of what are the best B schools um, in Canada. And essentially every list will have like a different ranking. However, what happens is when you start, like when you see around 10 to 15 lists, you sort of know the top five. And that's how I curated my list. Um, and then I researched on every uh, school in that list um, of five schools to see where I feel the most connect. Now, um, upon doing that, um, in, I think you were asking about what stood out for Ivy, right? Yeah. So yeah. essentially, there were, I think, three main things I would say that uh, stood out for Ivy. The first and foremost, um, which I, I believe my, my friends would also agree with me, was the case-based method. So essentially, after working for six years, I didn't want to go to the same old format of, um, you know, learning where, you know, there's a professor that is teaching in class and I'm just like, um, you know, sitting there um, shut and just um, taking down notes. So essentially, the case-based format um, helps you learn about real business problems, which is something that I really, really wanted to do at this stage of my career. And that's what uh, stood out for me first. I think the second thing was um, Ivy had an incredible reputation. And I came to know about it when I actually connected with a few people on LinkedIn. Um, so people who were already either studying in, um, in, in Canada in Ivy or just my you know friends and family who are in Canada. So I sort of learned about the, the reputation. Um, and that's why I felt like it would be wise to, you know, to, to aim for a school like that. Um, and then I think third was um, just, I think, strong alum community. Because when you're like stepping into, um, you know, a, a different country altogether and you intend to build your career, um, I think it's very, very important that um, you are a, a part of a school that has an incredible alum community inside the country and outside just to get that support. And um, being in the program for seven to eight months, I have felt uh, that love from our alum community. So I think, yeah, these are the things that stood out for me. Oh, I'm amazing. And I think I can testify to the fact that the alumni network is really strong. Yeah. And um, while I was also researching for schools as well, reaching out to alums and seeing where they were placed in different places was yeah. also really um, a motivation for me to come to Ivy. Um, so I'm not doing any talking today. Yeah. I'm just going to <laughs> pass it on to MJ. MJ, so please tell us what were the things that stood out for you um, in choosing Ivy? 
Yeah, for sure. So I echo everything that Nini said. Um, I also did all the internet research and I think it was just like the whole process of it. Like when I was applying, I felt like it was very personalized. Like I really had the main contact person, but I'll just say like my one most important thing, because when I was researching for an MBA program, I was really looking also like the academic was really good, but the social aspect of it. And one of the things that someone told me about IV is everyone moves to London. Um, it's just the right cohort size. So the cohort gets really close. Um, and that's what I really wanted because um, essentially I wanted my MBA to move to a new country, build my own network. And I think that really helped with my decision process, like having the right class size and having just the enough activities to get close to the cohort but also like as Nini said Ivy has such great network of people but I was also looking at it outside of Ivy so Ivy is part of a bigger university which is Western University mm -hmm. and that in itself is already a, a huge network of people outside of business that you can always reach out to so, yeah wow wow um amazing um I'll just go to Bia and then we take Buki's response as well yeah but my um my research was a bit different because I did an exchange back in my grad school um with a, another Canadian university and they used Ivy cases to to teach so I I got to know the Ivy by then and I really liked the way that that I learned through cases I I thought that from all the subjects I were I was taking at that exchange the um this intro to business class was the one that I learned the, the most and that I, I could really see um, um, how to apply things to the real world. Uh, and then I, I thought, oh my God, this methodology is, is the best. Like how um, well, many NMJ talked a bit about it, but I could really apply things and understand things differently that way. But uh, something that also stood out for me is um, contribution is a big thing at Ivy. You are all, always asked to um, tell your of uh, say what you're thinking, um, get get your opinion out there. And for me, who I am more mostly um, an introvert and I wanted to get uh, improve that. So I knew that this program would um, get out of my comfort zone and I would need to um, start talking more. And I think it really, um, I, I personally think I improved a lot in that sense. I'm just speaking out to uh, my thoughts and getting just um, speaking in public as well. So that's what the, that was also a big thing for me and a, a big um, a, a big thing that I considered when choosing a program as well. Oh, awesome! Awesome. Honestly, contribution. I actually <laughs> wanted to come to class and just say nothing. <laughs> yeah. Then quickly realized that I really needed to improve the way I speak. I mean, this is even after having years of client experience. I still wanted not to get my opinion out there. But here I am hosting you for Amazing Lady. So <laughs> I think that because kudos to Ivy for that. Wookie, please, you have the floor. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, for me, my, <clears throat> excuse me, my story was a bit different, right? Um, my husband actually told me about Ivy. He had started this professional development course in another school, and a lot of the cases they used was from Ivy. So when I said I wanted to go for my MBA, it was like, in Canada, I was like, oh, Ivy, should, um, Ivy will be a good school for you. So I did my research and yes, Ivy stood out for me. So for me, I wanted a short program, something that wouldn't disrupt my career too much. So Ivy being a one-year program was really attractive. Like I found it really, really attractive. The other thing for me was the case-based learning, like they had all spoken about. Um, I was opportune to attend a drop-in session and my mind was blown. Like I, <laughs> the class itself was amazing. Like we, they had so many um, people contributing, the dynamics of the discussion amongst the students, you know. I felt there was more value in having multiple people provide opinions around something than one professor standing in front of you and telling you what he thinks about the thing. So that really like connected with me. I'm like, okay, this is a different style of learning and um, something I wanted to um, be part of, right? Uh, the last one was, um, in addition to everything they've said, like everything they've said is 100% true, but I also wanted a school in a city that was calm, 
because of my children. I wanted a city that would um, would be easy for them to settle in, you know, transportation, moving about, school system would be easy. And I'll say I became with the total package because the um, London um, school system and support system for children was really amazing. So uh, that was one of the reasons also that I came to. Awesome, awesome. I think I really like the the fact that um, on the panel we have someone who has kids, um, you know, who's married, someone who came with a partner, two people who came single (laughs) here alone. So um, please, if you have any questions for any specific um, panelists, please send them in, or you have any general questions, please send them in. But I'll just be diving straight into some specific questions about the process, um, and I'll go to MJ. So I know application seasons are one of the toughest times. You know, mentally, you have to prepare, put your stories together, and just a lot of things. Um, what were the resources that were available to you? Um, before the process, during the process, and even after the process that enabled you to apply successfully to the program? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, Just applying to one school is already a lot. So I really had to make sure that I allocated my time. So I was also working full time back then. So um, I guess before even researching, you have to do the GMAT, right? So even at work, um, it's just having an open conversation with my boss, like, this is what I'm planning, like, how can I allocate my time better? And if you have a good relationship with your boss, um, sometimes they would really allow you time and you really need that buy-in because you do need a recommendation letter when you um, actually apply to Ivy. And then more so when I was researching Ivy, I went through the website, um, of all the info there, but I still had questions. So IV actually is a portal where you can put in your resume and just um, click uh, a, a, a checkbox check that says um, connect me to a recruiter and they actually contacted me and even before applying I had a very personalized conversation with a recruiter um, I told her um, what areas I'm concerned with and how can I just craft my whole story and she really helped me with that but the real value of that is um, really talking to alumni because the recruiter connected me with past Filipino um, MBAs already who were in Ivy and that really um, added to the whole value of how can I um, write my story better in my essays so that's during the whole process I think the value is really talking to people who've been there because they can really help you um, um, really assess also what you can bring into the program because everyone has a unique story and then right after um, what I liked was um, IV was very um, centered about career management so during the whole interview process it was really a career manager who who did the interviews because they're really assessing how employable you will be um, even after the program so I think those are the things like um, it really started with connecting with the school um, either through info sessions or through their website just get um, in touch with that um, first gate so that you get to talk to more people and really know what the school is looking for and if you're the right fit for the school as well. Awesome. I'm just going to throw that same question to Mini. So um, Mini, please, can you share your experience? Absolutely. And I think um, MJ covered it pretty well. But I just wanted to add a few things um, initially that I did. So um, I was also like, um, I mentioned I was, um, you know, working for my company as well as running my own business. So obviously it's very hard to find the time. So as MJ very rightly said, I had an open conversation with my bosses so that I could have some time to prep for GMAT. And I think MJ covered that really well. So um, I wanted to specifically talk about um, the Ivy Spitment um, quiz sort of a thing. So usually if anybody is interested um, in joining Ivy and if you want to assess your fit, um, so there is um, a page on the website where you can upload your resume and some details and then they get back to you um, whether if you're a fit or not based on the experiences that you've had. And that was actually very encouraging for me because as much as I am um, you know, checking whether the school is a fit for me, they're also checking whether I will be a fit in the school. So that was very helpful. So I suggest that if you guys are interested in applying, you should definitely um, look into that. 
Um, the second thing that was uh, very important for me was, um, as MJ was mentioning about the website. So essentially, the website tells you, I mean, Ivy, what is Ivy looking for in a candidate? So specifically, they usually are looking for people with leadership skills, um, people who are community oriented. And these things really spoke with me that because that's exactly the kind of skills that I wanted to continue building. So um, essentially, I made sure that I take a step back, think of all the stories that uh, highlight my leadership skills, as well as all the things that I've done for the community, and then put that across in my essays. So I think that was very important. And the third thing that I want to highlight is um, the incredible um, podcast that Ivy publishes. So essentially, that was my go-to resource. I almost went through all the major um, podcasts just to hear what the alums are saying, um, what are the skills uh, and what are the, the qualities that essentially are important for um, Ivy. And out of that, what do I have? And then on the basis of that, I was able to craft my application better. Oh, amazing. Um, I think I, for me, it was doing a lot of speaking to alums. And I think one of the things I really did enjoy was the fact that the alums were very receptive. To Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, so, um, yes, there are a ton of resources on the website through alums. People are really excited to speak about their experiences. And um, at the end of the session, we'll also be sharing the LinkedIn profiles of everyone here so that um, if you want to reach out and Absolutely. have a conversation, yes. Okay. So I'm just going to take the conversation a bit differently. Um, I know at the beginning during the introductions, um, Bia and Buki mentioned that they um, came with their partner or ki kids. Um, so I'm just gonna start with Bia. How was moving into London for you? Um, settling into London with your partner, how was the whole experience? Did you have any issues with the weather? I did. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think for everyone coming from the south hemisphere, there were there was summer when we when we uh, were back in our countries, and then coming for uh, super cold weather was it's not easy, but it's it's um, you can survive. I would say, like Canadians are doing it for years, so it's you can survive the weather. But I wouldn't say it's easy. Yeah, but just get a great cold, get a great boot, and you're gonna be okay. But yeah, um, I think this apart from we have um, so Ivy gets they have a company that uh, help us to to all the with all the transition. It's called City Match, and when um, um, we get accepted, we can consult with them. This is included um, in our um, in our incoming package so we can consult with them we louise and i were really lucky in the in the way that we got an apartment really quick and then city match um re, um they revealed our all our application when we, we were were doing um um, the application for the apartment. So they were really good support in that they 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 saw all the applications and contracts that we had to to do and and they also um, we did so many meetings like three or four meetings like to be sure that that was apartment was good enough for us and that we were doing the the um, the right choice. And they, um, Marla at the time, I had Marla as my, um, as as the person the, to get in touch in from City Match. She, I I would uh, ask her so many questions, so so many emails, like and do meetings, ask her for a meeting one day before, and she was always super supportive of it. So City Match is a great way to for in, for us that are from are coming from a different country and everything is different to ask just questions about how is London, how to get an apartment here, how does um, leasing and renting work in, in Canada. Um, so yeah, it was re a really good process. And coming with my partner as well, Luis, um, he was a bit worried about um, in his English skills. So City Match also helped us to find an English school. And I would say um, that the cohort itself 
for um, helped Eloisa as well to be more confident with his English. He and myself as well, because we're both um, non-English speakers. And I don't know, um, just having this support group and show that always said, oh no, your English is great, don't worry. Like uh, having this um, people around that support you so much helped a lot to, to us to get more confident. And Luis also came with a work permit, Spouses can have a work permit as um, when we when we are coming as a student, and he even got a part time job uh, really fast here in London. So yeah, there are a lot of possibilities um, that spouses can do, and I, I can say that they also have this amazing community from the Ivy students and all also the Ivy spouses as well. The Louise also will hang out with um, other spouses. Um, City Match organized some events for the spouses as well. So there, there's a lot going on for the spouses as well. I, I would say that that was a concern for before I came. Like, oh my gosh, that maybe Louise won't um, have a, a group of friends to hang out with. But I, I, I can say that Ivy itself can support every single one of us. Awesome, awesome. Um, I'm just going to turn it over to Buki. Uh, so Buki, please feel free to share your own experience. Yeah, certainly. Um, I came here with my kids, two of my kids. So um, the journey down was was quite eventful. Um, but in addition to the school providing um, support with City Match, they also provide support um, with an immigration consultant. So for me, the first step was to even get a visa to be able to come to Canada, right? Um, I started the PR process back in 2019, but because of COVID, it stalled. So I was in uh, having this dilemma, like, should I apply for the study permit or should I, you know, go ahead and um, wait for my PR to come through? But speaking with the consultant really made things clear for me. We came up with a plan on when to trigger my uh, study permit application, you know, he even also reminded me that this is the time, okay, um, as your PR arrived, no, okay, let's start with the study permit application. He went through all my application um, documents, my forms field, went through everything um, with me and made sure everything was in order and I was able to submit in time to get the visa to come to Canada um, by January, or, uh, right? Um, the other thing that was important for me was that because I was coming with my children, I wanted to make sure that I settled them down well before the program started, right? Because um, um, getting to Canada, they would have to go to school. Um, the younger one, which who couldn't go to school, would have to be in daycare and the like. So I decided to come a month before um, the MBA program started. And um, during that process, uh, okay, the other things I did as well was um, I tried to pre-book a lot of things before coming to Canada. So I was able to pre-book my temporary accommodation to make sure that I, when we arrive in Canada, we're not arriving to an empty apartment because most of the um, permanent accommodations are unfurnished. So we got we were able to pre-book that. Then we we're also able to pre-book the transportation from um, London, so I'm sorry, from Toronto to London, which made things easier. Then... Um, the other thing I was able to do before coming to Canada was um, yeah, register my children on the one list, wait list, like, okay, um, London, City of London has a centralized database for registering um, children for um, aftercare program, daycare program, after school, preschool type program. So I was able to do the registration for that and get on the wait list um, back home in Nigeria. So by the time I came back, moved to Canada, um, the process had started. Um, the company responsible for that is London Children Connection. Uh, they are quite very receptive, like they communicate and respond to you, right? And they work with you to get the best um, care of, or daycare or, or care arrangement for your children. Um, for the second one that was going to school, um, if you go to the to the TV, like there are so many websites available for you to um, get information around getting your children registered in school. And it's quite relatively easy. Like the steps are 
listed. So depending on what type of school program you want for your kids, either the Catholic, the, TV, um, the public school, the French, just research, go to their website. It's um, easy to do. So I was able to do that as well when I arrived. And then um, besides that, it was relatively um, it was a relatively smooth journey, you know, coming from Nigeria to um, Canada. Um, the flight was long, right? Because of the distance, it was like almost 21 hours. But I was able to break that down um, into two flights to give my children enough time to you know, settle down and stop being constrained within the plane. Because imagine a child staying on a plane for, for almost 19 hours was like, it would have been incredibly difficult. So the trans um, the transfer um, from the trans what's it called the transfer between um, the Nigerian I mean the trans coming to Nigeria oh gosh coming to London from Nigeria <laughs> was, was relatively smooth right because of um, planning so I would say the best thing to do especially when you're coming with young children or you're coming from a far place is try to prepare a lot of things before you get there. So try and prepare your accommodation, prepare um, school, daycare, things like that. Make sure, and there's so many resources available on the internet to you um, to make that transition easy. The, um, Ivy is part of the Western University. So on the Western University website as well, um, you could find resources on how to, you know, get daycare, how to settle in a family beyond, um, what's available even in the external public um, website, right? Um, so after settling them, I was able to settle them enough, early, early enough um, with the one month um, I gave myself, which was good. And so by the time school started in March, they were fine and I was able to concentrate better in class. So I didn't have the distraction of being worried, okay, where would my kids be or things like that. And there are so many um, resources available here in London. So you have after school care, uh, before school care. So even though the, um, the time requirement for the Ivy Business School is quite demanding, um, it's manageable, right? Because those resources are available to you to take advantage of. So that, that was my experience moving here with kids. Awesome. Um, I think it's, it's important to also highlight that, um, or just to highlight again, that the um, City Match, which is the, the service that helps relocating and finding accommodation as well as the um what's the other one immigration consultants are paid services by iv okay right yes um and you know you have the opportunity to actually leverage them to be able to find accommodation i think some people use them some don't but for international students um i found them also um extremely useful as well um okay so i'm just going to jump into um I'm just going to jump into asking another question to MJ. Um, to be honest, Ivy is intense. If anybody ever told you it was intense, honestly, it is super intense. <laughs> You're going to read a lot of cases. I think at the end of the program, you, you read like 300 cases. So yeah, about 300 yeah. cases. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. So how was your first six months in the program? How was call one? How was call two? How was that experience? How was for recruiting for you? Yeah, honestly, it went really fast because I guess um, when you started the program, you're like immediately thrown into like all your classes. But what's good with core one and core two is you are with your section. So your classmates don't change. And honestly, what really helped me during the first um, the first few months was having learning teams. So IV is really big on learning teams. So right after school, you do your own personal prep. And then right after your own personal prep, you meet up with your learning team so to kind of like discuss the case together so that you're more prepared in a bigger class discussion the next day. So it went really fast because on a, for, for a day, you have to read at least three cases because you have three different classes and um, you only have 24 hours in a day. So how do you allocate that? Plus, you also have your socials, which you which is really important in an MBA program. So um, just having like allocate time for your cases, for your learning team meetings, and um, for your socials. Um, it, it was a lot, so it felt like core one, core two flew by so fast. And now that we're in elective seasons, um, things are slowing down a bit because in elective seasons, you can actually choose the classes that you are interested in and what you want to, um, to take up. So now you have different classmates and 
even though your schedule is more relaxed than core one and core two, it poses a different um, challenge as well because now people have different schedules. It's harder to coordinate if you have group works and whatnot. So, and people have like their own recruitment, um, personal recruitment journey as well. So it's just balancing out now your 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 own personal schedule, um, still um, meeting your group requirements and um, doing recruitment. So to be honest, it's a lot, but you'll get through it like one month at a time. Like honestly, now we're just like, okay, one month, we're done. So on to the next. Um, but what like I just want to highlight the support you get from your learning teams. So even now, like my first learning team and I were still pretty close. So I can still talk to them. So it's just the connections you make throughout the way. It makes the whole process, I guess, easier. So maybe elective season is still very hectic, but now you know people more, you're more open with your classmates. So you just have more support system instead instead in the start where you were like trying to, okay, um, make my first impression. How like how do I present myself now? everyone's just like so open so helpful so it's it's been a journey I'd say awesome I think I'm just going to leave myself um on mute so that's <laughs> there's no there's no lag um and just to you know what MJ said about learning teams I think that's one of the things I found really really um helpful um because then I got to meet people in you know that small size that size of six you get to work on cases together it really does help you to settle in um and then you get to change learning teams so once you get start getting comfortable with a group of six <laughs> then gets changed um and all of that um just to for me i've seen your questions and we're going to get to it i just wanted us to quickly answer the questions that were sent in earlier um so i'm just going to go to mini um you know share your experience how was the first six months for one for two yep yeah, first of all, bang on, like MJ again, like uh, she pretty much covered like everything. Uh, absolutely. Um, you know, in all honesty, uh, the first two cores, I mean, the, the core part, the first six months are definitely very hectic. However, um, and, and, and especially if you're not coming from a, say, finance background, uh, you've not done accounting, it can be quite challenging. And I was in that position. So um, I have to say that other than my learning team, I would say that because of the cohort size being small, right, everybody gets to know each other in the first few months, especially when you're going through that hectic process. You know, you have a lot of um, touch points. You're trying to communicate with your um, classmates to learn how they are coping. And then you learn from what they are doing. And one of the best things that I want to highlight was, um, I think across sections, there were um, classmates that were actually taking um, the pains to create notes for all of us. And I, if, if it weren't for those classmates who stepped up and made those notes, I don't think if I would have passed my goal <laughs> because it's a super hectic time. And um, just the support from um, the entire cohort that you get, people have conducted sessions um, to like teach each other um, things that, you know, we probably wouldn't um, like say we weren't able to understand in the class for the first time. Um, the professors are there after class to help you. So I have actually leveraged um, our professors a lot um, in, yeah. in especially in finance and accounting. So I've taken like sessions with them just to learn and brush up on things that I couldn't um, follow during class. So um, as, as I think MJ already mentioned, um, amazing class support, um, amazing support from professors. So that was that was super helpful. Um, I think one major um, support I received was from career management. So when I was navigating through my um, journey of the core, I was also in touch with uh, my um, career management, um, like the the, the person that I, I sort of selected. Um, and um, I was getting a lot of guidance from, um, from her um, as to what is the right point to like start networking with people because things work a little differently in Canada. You need to have touch points in companies that you want to um, recruit in. So um, she kind of guided me when I need to focus on recruitment, when I need to focus on classes, how to go about doing things. So I think all of those things combined made that super hectic process um, more, more enjoyable, uh, more doable, so to say. So, yeah. Awesome. Um, I'm going to just um, pivot a bit into recruiting um, slightly before we also ask some general questions. Um, I'm going to start with MJ. Um, how was for recruiting for you? What's the process like with recruiting here in Ivy and what was your own experience? 
Oh yeah, so for sure. Um, so honestly, I came into Ivy not knowing what I really wanted to do right after. So um, what's good with Ivy is we do have a very um, focused career management team. And what I really leverage with that is the industry tech. So um, CM would send us to Toronto um, at least once every month to go to different companies and really learn about the industry. So um, we like at one point we were doing like tech um, industry tech, so tech companies. And at one point it was like financial services and there's also consulting. And that got me to learn more about these different companies and um, what I want as like as for myself after the program. And I think Mini touched on this. Um, what really shocked me going to Canada was how big networking is to even just get that first interview, right? So. Um, what's good with IV is you already have a network. So once CM sends you to these industry tracks, um, it's up to you to really reach out, talk to them, learn more about the company. And that's where I really leverage the IV network, like reach out to alums who, who could tell me more about the role. Um, and just having that um, person who's already in a company, like they can connect you more with another person just so you learn more. And when they see your like enthusiasm to learn more about them, they will give you a chance to, okay, we'll interview this person because we really enjoyed um, our experience talking to her. So I guess that's how recruiting was in Canada, which is so different from where I was from in the Philippines because they're like, you just send your resume, they'll interview you here. Networking is a lot. And I guess just to balance it out with um, school, um, you have your like, you still have school, like it doesn't stop. <laughs> so yeah. while you're you're doing all your net networking, coffee chats, um, you still have to do your cases. But I guess just being open, like I I love the support system. Like if I have a group work and maybe I will slack off on something because I really have an important interview. Like my group mates will be like, okay, we got this. Um, we'll do this, and then like just pick up yourself back up right after also. So um, so that when they need like help. Because everyone is working on a different timeline, just having that support system really um, helps you also schedule your own personal recruiting efforts. Awesome. Okay, so I'm gonna just um, take two questions um, from the chat box. Um, I think I'll go to Jason Tufamis first. Um, so she has three questions. I'll start with the third. So she says, instead of GMAT, can I write GRE? And what is the expected score you are supposed to get? Does anyone want to take that question? Um, okay, Mimi. Um, okay, so let me clarify that I gave GMAT uh, and um, all of these details about which exam to give are very well covered on Ivy website. Um, Ivy also gives you a range of GMAT score uh, that is accepted by Ivy. Uh, and I would say one thing, in order to get uh, personalized advice on your profile, um, it is very important uh, for you to connect with someone from the recruitment team. And every person who wants to apply for Ivy um, gets that opportunity. So um, if, as I think MJ mentioned uh, in one of her answers that um, you can like request for a call and that's where uh, you get your first touch point. And yeah, um, so you can ask them uh, whether um, GRE will be accepted, GMAT will be accepted. There are also, I think, exceptions for CPAs. Um, so yeah, you, you can it get all well. of those details. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I think Bia wants to add um, some colors yeah. to that. Please yeah, just to add to that, there's no, um, although there's a range of, of scores, um, each profile is um, evaluated separately. So it, you can be out of that range. So, um, you just need to, the recruitment just will need to evaluate your profile. So don't be too worried as well. Just talk with recruitment. Um, your profile will be evaluated as a whole. Okay. Awesome. Um, she's also asking, um, are there scholarship opportunities at Ivy? And um, okay, Buki wants to take that. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> so there, there are a lot of scholarship opportunities at Ivy, um, but it's all dependent on you, your profile, and you're even able to negotiate um, for the type of scholarship you have, but you have to speak with um, the recruitment team, right? Um, 
IV offers so a lot of um, scholarship. Um, it comes natural with your application. You apply for it if you're interested in it once you're putting in your application. But you can also have discussions with the recruitment team um, on the type of scholarship you need based on your own individual um, case, right? Yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's 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 correct. Um, Ali has also posted a link in the chat box um, that takes you, to, I think, to a certain page and you can get um, a lot of information. But I'll definitely say that there is a lot of value in speaking to recruitment, um, to the recruitment team, largely because you get a lot of personalized information. Um, and it's also very important to know that your application as a whole, you know, stands you out, you know, in a certain way. So you can have like 700 and something GMATs you know, they want a rounded go around the person. So, you know, you may have a lot of other leadership community stuff that you've done in the past. So there's definitely value in doing that. And I did that as well. Um, she also asked, what is the impact of having CIMA or CGMA when applying to IV? Um, does anybody know those exams? I have engineers here, oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> but I think CIMA is, um, I think a management accounting certification. Um, personally, I don't know, um, what the impact of that is. I know this for C TFA and CPA, but that's definitely, um, a question that we can forward to recruitment and they can get back to you on. I'm happy to do a follow-up with that. Uh, so we have a very interesting question from Alex and he says, how do the panel members think their MBA once complete would positively impact their careers based on their backgrounds? and the knowledge experience slash networks that was gained at Ivy. Um, okay, MJ, go for it. Yeah, so I guess I guess starting from how um, the case-based method is, right? Like it just gives you the confidence to um, voice your opinions out there. So I think that one is already of value, like being like in a boardroom, because after IV, you're expected to actually be in a leadership position within your organization. So that's already a big thing. But I guess um just circling back to what I said, um the whole value of it in the networking side during recruitment is already a big thing. Um because that will directly impact your career right after IV, like what kind of jobs you get. And then also I guess for me, it was a way to leverage what I already know. Uh, like, so I was an engineer in operations, but um, just knowing that how can I be of value? So I am going into a different um, industry, like not, like not in the same industry I was before, but what IV really made me think is how can how can your transferable skills be applicable? And I think that's one of the support that career management really helps you like crafting your story. And so it's three things, the network, it's your confidence in yourself. Like I've done the MBA, I'm good. And then number three, it's really um, what are your transferable skills that you can apply to your next job? And I really helped you um, craft that story um, and you can really share that for your next um, role. Amazing. Um, I think something I just picked up from what MG said is the fact that she's moving from one industry to the other. And I think that's one of the things that the MBA program really does for you. And um, one, you're able to switch industries. Two, I've seen some people who were um, maybe in, let's say, consulting and then getting higher roles in consulting just because they have the MBA. Um, and then I think one of the other things that for me I experienced was I had no idea of operations. Honestly, there's some aspects of um, some courses that we took that I had zero idea of, um, analytics, operations that I have now been exposed to. And I feel like, you know, going further in um, consulting or as a consultant, those things wouldn't be new to me. So when I'm analyzing them, you do a lot of analysis, whether it's qualitative or quantitative, you do a lot of presentations where you have to speak. So I feel like all of this, these experiences that we've had in this period um, has really, really set me up for success as I go back into um, the industry. So um, I don't know if any other person wants to speak to that. No? <laughs> okay, awesome. So um, Alex, I hope we answered your question on that. And I'm just going to, um, you know, based off on what um, Alex has said um, or has asked, just ask one um, question on... Um, your what you think are the merits or the merits of um coming to Canada as an you know international student. Um, you know, why Canada? 
actually. Um, and I'll start with Buki. Let's go for it. Yeah, sure. Um, for me, um, I chose Canada because I had family here, right? I wanted to be close to my brothers. Um, so that was a big motivation for me. The other thing was the Canada immigration system and the opportunities that are available to you after school. Right. Um, first, if you even if you come in as an international student, you get the opportunity to get your post-study work permit that allows you to work um, in Canada, um, depending on the duration of your um, MBA or your MSc or your um, your degree program. Right. That dictates how long um, your study permit is. And because there are so many opportunities, companies are willing to sponsor you. And there's also like direct routes from. Um, being an international student to becoming a permanent resident, um, right? So you just need to qualify, go through the application process, which is um, pretty straightforward. Once you meet their criteria, it's almost um, turns into a guarantee, right? That you would become the permanent, uh, become a permanent resident, and then, then from there, there's opportunity to also um, become uh, a citizen. Um, within like five years, also depending on if you meet the criteria. So Canada is also a, a country that is very diverse and um, inclusive. You have all the cultures um, represented in Canada and they welcome you. They expect, they allow you to be yourself, um, not trying to change you or make you adjust to some type of way. So um, those are things that made me choose Canada. Is a country that I felt I could be myself in. I could. It's safe. It's ranked as one of the safest countries in the world, right? So coming here was was a no brainer for me, right? Oh, okay, okay, awesome. Um, I share the same sentiments as well, but I want to hear from Mini coming from India. So <laughs> please tell us. So I think um yeah I mean for me um I think like Buki said, I can echo that feeling. So my husband was already here and I wanted to um, come to Canada to obviously be with him. And Canada provides incredible job opportunities. Uh, I had my fair share of working in India for six years and I, I wanted um, to you know, have experience of working in a new geography. Um, Canada poses, um, I mean, a lot of different opportunities in every different area. So I wanted to explore and expand my horizon. Um, and I think one of the best um, aspects about Canada is just the fact that, um, you know, you, you have that freedom of getting a work permit later. So work permit or like permanent residency, having that option, which might be a struggle in a few different countries. So that's why I feel like, um, you know, it's an excellent uh, country that um, welcomes people from across the globe. So I think that was um, one of the best uh, factors. And I think just doing MBA from a from a um, business school like Ivy, right, provides that additional um, support system, as well as I think um, the fact that there are um, Ivy alums in one of the most influential places um, and companies in Canada, right, um, helps me see where I could be one day, right, um, in, in those leadership positions, truly help me sort of make my decision uh, of like staying in Canada. Thank you. Um, and just to add to what um, Mini said, um, for me, coming from Nigeria, um, I was working in the advisory um, team at Deloitte. One of the things that I knew I could apply for an express entry and come in as a PR, but one of the things that really made me want to do an MBA, um, in addition to the fact that I knew that was a sweet spot for me to do it, was the fact that I wanted to be able to get the kind of, um, get certain roles, you know, when I come into Canada. I didn't want to have to start I don't want to say like building from scratch. I want to be able to, you know, get a step up, you know, get into um, industries where I felt like, or, you know, consulting where I felt like I could just continue to grow my career. And, and to be honest, I feel like that's one of the things that Ivy has done for me so far. And um, so definitely what is for me, um, spending time here. And in addition to that, the network of people I've met, um, I spent all my life in Nigeria. So, you know, definitely didn't have, um, a lot of international exposure and experience. And here I am with, I mean, amazing people from different places. So it um, was definitely worth it for me. Um, then go to MJ. Uh, MJ, please, can you, you know, tell us why this was um, a good decision for you? Yeah, so I guess they've already mentioned it. Um, I really like how Canada's immigration system was so systematic. Like um, you don't leave it up to faith versus other countries. Like it's a lottery <laughs> here. It's 
a system like do you meet this criteria yes yes okay because they really value um people moving here um especially if you have a master's degree as an mba they know that you will be a huge um contributor to society in that sense so they value you and they want you to stay actually so that's one and number two as buki said the culture it's a mix of different culture like um moving here i really love asian food and i like that i can go to different parts of of the city in toronto or here in london to um still get that a fix for my um asian palate so and even try like i've tried like ethiopian food which i've never tried before so it's just very welcoming of different cultures and you get to learn more even just from my classmates like Today it's the Nigerian Independence Day, so now I get to learn more about that and the culture that they have. So it's just a mix of those. Like um, moving into a new country, it will be a new experience. But also that country is so welcoming that um, I I know um, I'll eventually make a home here, and the country will let me. So yeah. Awesome. Um, I forgot the food actually. Um, MG, honestly, I've only had to I'd often try like a lot of food, a, um, a lot of Asian food. I actually like Asian food. So. Uh, I'll bring you sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and please, we're having a Nigerian Independence Day party today, so come try some jello fries. Bia, please, you have the floor. Well, I think I will echo everybody's opinion. Um, um, something that was really um, important for me was coming to a different country. I wanted to be accepted. And I did an exchange in Canada before, and I, I, I thought that they, the culture itself, because there are so many different cultures and immigrants already in the, in the country, they were very accepting of, of newcomers and compared to um, other countries. And something that um, also stood out for me, well, this is a one-year program and there is the possibility of having the postgraduate work permit. However, we can argument uh, with uh, when doing the postgraduate work permit that this is a, a two-year program compressed in one year. So that would be an opportunity also to do a three-year um, work permit afterwards. So this is, was also important for me. It, it's a, a smaller program. However, I can still have those three years of work permit afterwards. And also Express Entry for me, um, it's uh, also a, a um, easy path for immigration was that I was also looking for. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much, um, my amazing friends, classmates and panelists, you guys did amazing. Um, I have dropped the link to every all the panelists LinkedIn, please feel free to reach out to them, to connect with them, um, to ask questions. We are always happy to help. Okay, I will drop Maya Minis. Minis, we also need your LinkedIn profile so we can um, put that on the chat box. Uh, we're always happy to help and always happy to talk. Um, I think just to wrap up the, the conversation in um, general is um, first moving from whichever country you are coming into Canada, there are resources available to help. And I think that's one of the things that Ivy is really great at doing. Um, I applied to other schools and I would say that I, I really felt, you know, a personalized approach to my um, coming here in Canada. I mean, that was very, very, very amazing for me. And secondly, in terms of the experience that you get in here in school, it is, yes, it is intense. Um, you will learn a lot, but I think one of the things that takeaways for me is I've been stretched. You know, I thought, oh, you know, I could do this. Wise. I really saw there was another level I could stretch to in terms of how I think, how I process things and how I analyze it, um, analyze stuff and come up with recommendations. And I've seen that even strengthened um, in the past few weeks that we've been taking electives. And then lastly, post IV, um, the opportunities are endless. Um, and um, looking back, I made the right choice. Uh, when I think about where I was in my career and where the industry I'm now going into, um, and you know, maybe that would have been a longer journey to get there if I didn't come to do my MBA here. And I'm also looking forward to staying back in Canada and building a home here. So um, definitely it has been totally worth it. You're gonna work hard, you're gonna read cases. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be intense, but uh, the, the people are amazing. So thank you so much, everyone.
um, for joining. Thank you so much, guys. Please feel free to reach out. Hi, Boris. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, panelists. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you, you so much. It was great to be here. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Okay, I'm just going to drop my LinkedIn profile real quick before I end it. That's my profile. Thank you, everyone. Bye.